Hello and welcome. This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. This is a gathering place for moms to be encouraged, nurtured, and inspired. Also, you'll learn the latest in teen research and trends and get practical parenting tips. You really can improve your relationship with your teen and enjoy the teenage years. Welcome back, everybody. This is the 44th episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. Today, we are going to talk about, does your teen stress you out and what you can do about it? But first, I have some exciting things coming up. I'm launching my popular Power Your Parenting program on September 23rd. This is a seven-week program that will get you through the fall semester. Every day for 49 days, you will receive guidance and support from me and practical applications delivered to your inbox. And this is for an intimate group of moms who want more for their life and their teenagers. You will also have access to me every week on our Lunch with Like-Minded Moms Q&A calls. This is where you can get direct coaching about your teen and apply these principles to your life. I love this program because I get to know you and I love the support of the other moms. So if you would like to know more about the program, you can email me at Colleen with two L's and two E's at dialdownthedrama.com and say, I'd like to know more. All right, let's move on. Does your teen stress you out? If you have a normal teenager, then the answer should be yes. And the reason for that is where they are developmentally. And I will talk about the science behind that later in the podcast. But the better question is how often does your teen stress you out and to what degree? In other words, what's the intensity of the stress that you feel? I think why parents think or say things like, You just wait till your precious child becomes a teenager. Or, I can't wait till my daughter graduates from high school because of how much they stress you out. So what are some of the things that stress you out? One, and it's a big one, is having to monitor your teen all the time. And hurting teens is like hurting cats. And that's not hurting with a T, it's hurting with a D. So so some of those things are you want to make sure they are not late for school, and yet you find them still asleep in their bed. Monitoring the phone, of course, is a huge one, and making sure they are off Snapchat long enough to get their homework done. They say they did their homework, but you wonder, did they? Did they study enough for that test, or did they study at all? They said, I'll clean my room, but you wonder, when? They said, sure, I'll unload the dishwasher, but again, when? Will they drive responsibly and drive the speed limit? Well, that app will tell you if that's true or not. Are they where they are supposed to be? Is he really doing homework or is he playing video games? Is she telling me the truth? Mom, can I spend the night with Avery? And yes, her parents are going to be home. But then you spend all your time fact-checking. And that's hard to say three times. Fact checking. Okay, so two, another big stressor for parents, is my teen safe or is my teen okay? You don't like her boyfriend. You wonder if they are having sex. Will my daughter get pregnant? 
will my son get an STD? You're concerned about your son's pushy girlfriend. You see that he is distracted and he's not doing his schoolwork. He seems to be down. You worry when they're at a sleepover, wondering what are they doing? Can you really trust the parents to monitor them? You worry, is my son watching porn? Is my daughter getting nude pics from boys and is she sending them? Are they drinking? Are they smoking weed? Is my daughter vaping? Is my child hanging out with the wrong crowd and will they influence my teen to do something stupid? You worry, is my son driving after he has been playing beer pong? Is she texting while driving or looking down at her Spotify while driving? I mean, she could get in an accident. Will he come home by curfew? And what will I do if he doesn't? Is she really at her best friend's house? Is my son or daughter depressed? Is she anxious? Would she ever try to harm herself? Could she be at risk for suicide? I mean, I don't think she would, but I just heard about this kid who did. You worry, is my daughter eating too much? Or is she not eating enough? Does she have an eating disorder? You're up all night worrying. Will they make it home for curfew? And then you stress out about the future. Does my son or daughter have what it takes to be successful and get into a good college? Will my son or daughter make good choices when I'm not around? My son doesn't seem motivated. How will he ever get anywhere in life? My daughter loses everything. How how will she make it in the world? Will my son be able to get a scholarship for baseball? And he sure isn't acting like he wants it. My daughter keeps gaining weight. I'm concerned at the rate she's going, dot, dot, dot. It's stressful because we can't control them. It's stressful because parents' expectations and the teens' expectations are often not on the same page. It's stressful when they don't listen or they pretend like they are listening, but they don't do what we say. It's stressful when we don't really know what they are thinking. It's stressful when they lose it and rage at us. And then it's stressful because we know so much. So we can get online and know the grades in real time. We have tracking devices to know where they are at all times and what they are doing and what they are looking at on the internet. And then there are apps that can even let us know how fast our teens are driving. Our parents didn't really know how we were doing in school unless they got an occasional progress report or saw their grades at the end of the year. When we drove away as teens, our parents really had no idea where we were and who we were with. And then our parents would go on with their evenings and enjoy a nice dinner, enjoy a movie at home. But many moms today can't enjoy their Saturday nights because they find themselves in a teen monitor mode watching their teen on the app drive around town and then having their blood pressure rise when their teens veer off of that approved plan. If it's stressful, it doesn't mean that you're a bad parent and that you have a bad kid. And that's where we can revisit the undeveloped teenage brain. Scientists have said the teenage brain is like a car that has a great accelerator, but it has faulty brakes. The brakes are the prefrontal cortex. The accelerator in the teenage brain is often controlled by the reward center in the lower brain and is ramped up by the drive for dopamine. 
In other words, teens will do something really risky and they will know it is risky like skipping school or sneaking out to meet a boy because to do something risky feels really good. It makes them feel alive. The brakes of the brain when working are looking at the big picture, weighing the consequences, looking at cause and effect, managing emotions and delaying responses, and the ability to have empathy or see a situation from another perspective. All of those abilities of the brakes, of the prefrontal cortex, keep in check the impulsivity of the lower brain's accelerator. The teenage brain has a strong accelerator that is fueled by the lower brain's reward system, and those teenage brakes are faulty, work half the time, or are inconsistent. And that's stressful. This is why as parents, we do have to monitor and step in when you see your son or daughter's foot is too heavy on that teenage accelerator, and they are demonstrating out-of-control behavior with their faulty brakes. Well, here's the dilemma. It is stressful parenting a teen, but your stress impairs your parenting. Your stress can stress your teenager out. Why? Because your stress is really evident to your teen. You wear it on your face. You are not smiling. You are glaring. You get frustrated quickly. You're edgy. Have no patience. You cut her off. You talk over him. Lose your temper. You ask a million questions or give a big mother of a lecture or have a mother of a venting session. Your stress can automatically throw you in the reactive part of the brain. And there you find yourself in that stress response of fight, or you fight with your teen, flight, where you want to escape to a deserted island and drink a colorful frozen drink with a little umbrella on top, or just put your head in the sand, or avoid, or you go in the stress response of freeze, where you just shut down and can't deal with it. Freeze is where you are not being able to have a response or know what to do. And when you are in stress response, you can't access your adult brain that is wise and logical. You are now in the same boat as your teenager. And I've been there with my daughter. When I'm speaking to moms, I talk about BTD and ATD, which is before teenage daughter and after teenage daughter. I was such an expert before I had a teenager. I've been a therapist for 14 years before my daughter turned 11. And my 5'9", fully developed 11-year-old stressed me out. And though I see myself as a very laid-back, peaceful person, I could really lose it with her. And so when I started learning and understanding the neuroscience and how it applied to parenting, I started working hard at dialing down my stress and drama. And that helps a lot. And this is the reason I created my Power Your Parenting program, and that led me to writing my award-winning book, Dial Down the Drama. And since those preteen years, I have dialed down my reactions considerably. But you have to watch out for stress. It can show up in sneaky ways, and sometimes I don't even recognize it as stress. But my daughter does, and will call me out on it and say things like, Oh my gosh, Mom, you're stressing me out. And she's helped me realize that when I'm stressed, I ask a lot, a lot of questions. At first, I don't see it as stress. I justify it since I'm a therapist. I'm supposed to ask a lot of questions. But when I reflect on what she said, I mean, she's right. I mean, I wouldn't be asking her 
a ton of questions if I wasn't stressed. So though I don't like to hear, Mom, you are starting to stress me out, I am grateful because I really want to be aware of my stress so I don't pass it down to my daughter. Being stressed out parents is not good for us. It's not fun and robs us of actually enjoying our life and our family. Now there's going to be stress. We can't completely eliminate it when you're parenting a teen, but you don't want stress to dominate you, your relationship with your son or daughter, your marriage or your home. In other words, you don't want to be living in a constant state of stress. And when you are, it's going to bring out the worst version of yourself. You definitely won't be enjoying your teenage years, and your teen won't be enjoying you. And though we like to blame all the drama on the teens, when we are in a state of stress, we are pouring lighter fluid on the drama fire. So when we dial down the stress, we can dial down the drama. So how can we dial down the stress? Well, it starts with you. You can't blame the stress on your teen or all the stress on your teen. Yes, parenting them is stressful, but you have to take responsibility for your reaction to their stress. And you control how much stress is controlling your life. Okay, so enough of this stress. Here are four ways you can dial down your stress. One is first you have to be aware of how stressed you are. Now, this may seem obvious, but it's not. This is a hard one because when we are stressed, we are often in stress and not aware we are stressed. I remember when my daughter was five years old. I'd gotten home from work and was running around the house like a crazy woman. And she said, Mom, you need a quiet time at five years old. With me stomping through the house, she could tell that I wasn't feeling very zen. Often when we are stressed, we often push harder. We kind of do a full-on press to get stuff done. To even know how we are doing, we have to slow down. And here's the good news. You can accomplish a lot in five minutes. If you've had a day that you've been running around, running hard, take five minutes and go somewhere that no one can bug you and sit quietly for five minutes. You can listen to some calming music or ocean waves, set a timer on your phone, and do deep breathing. This can start to slow you down to even know how you are feeling. This is a great thing to do before you see your teen after school. Two, you can dial down your stress by being extremely kind to yourself. Have you ever hit the wall and just thought, I can't, I'm so done, or just burst out crying, or just lost it over something like your washing machine stopped working? And then it feels like your whole universe is just falling apart. Of course you have. That happens when our stress level is really, really high. And we all have those kind of days. And this brings me to something else that can be really helpful, which is identifying where you are on the stress scale. So let's say 10 is when you are really, really stressed. The stress is dominating your life. This is when you are done, done. You shut down or lose it. And one on the scale is, wow, I'm just chillaxing and life is beautiful. But most of the time, we're somewhere between one and ten. So in those five minutes, it's helpful to identify where you are on that stress scale. You can say, you know, I'm pretty good today. I'm a three on the stress scale. I mean, I'm still enjoying my day. Or if you say it's been a blank of a day, I feel like I'm a seven and that number is climbing. 
This is so helpful to know because, Mom, you matter and your whole life matters. And if you are a high level of stress, you need to give yourself the gift of paying attention to yourself. In my Power Your Parenting program, I've designed the first three weeks of the seven-week program to help moms reclaim their life and regain their clarity and I feel good energy. And this is the foundation for good parenting. We have all heard the illustration a million times about that oxygen mask on the airplane. And so we know self-care is important and that we need to give it to ourselves first. But if we aren't even aware and tuned into ourselves, we are not even aware of how tired we are. And this is reinforced by what I call the powerless parenting messages that we somehow pick up in the culture, like, it's selfish to pay attention to me. And I call these powerless parenting messages because they're not even true and they disempower us. So another one is like we have to put everyone else's needs before ours and put our needs last on the list. This doesn't work for us and it doesn't work for our families. So knowing where you are in the stress scale informs you how to take care of yourself. In about the third week of my Power Your Parenting program, I was talking to Sarah on our weekly Lunch with Like-Minded Mother group calls. Sarah was having a lot of conflict with her 16-year-old daughter. On the call, I asked her how her week was going, and she said, great. I went to lunch with friends. I even went to see a French movie. I actually did two things for myself this week, and this never happens. And I said, good for you. And how are things with your daughter? And she said, well, I mean, she pulled the same things on me like she always does, but my reaction was different. Instead of flying off the handle, it just didn't get to me. See, the irony here is that when we do things for ourselves, this is a win-win. It actually makes us better parents. Our stress goes down, and we can handle the teenage antics without being reactive. Right, three, you can dial down your stress by being strategic. In today's culture, moms are given the message, we can do it all. And that's great and all, but that's not realistic. That's why all those bad mom movies were popular. The demands on us are crazy. We're supposed to be amazing at everything and look fabulous all the time. And our kids are supposed to be perfect. And we are running from morning to night, and we still feel there's more to do. So we think, oh my gosh, there must be a better way to do this. Like, there must be something wrong with me. I mean, everyone must have it together. Why can't I get it together? But sometimes it's just too much. And we have volunteered for one too many things, and it's that proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back. And we snap. So in my Power Your Parenting program, I get really practical and create a strategy to live well and parent well. This takes stepping back and saying, do I really have time to chair that auction at my daughter's high school? Often when you're doing way too much, it's easy to turn on your partner and hammer him for not helping enough. But sometimes it's not even about your husband doing more. Sometimes it's that you need to let go or you need to say no. Or you need to get more help. And a great exercise for you is take some time here and write out a list of things that you can let go of and where you can say no and where you need help. So there's a strategy to parent well, which 
I also go into my Power Your Parenting program. You can actually parent proactively and intentionally versus parenting reactively. Reactive parenting is stressful. You are just waiting for the next shoe to drop. But when you take care of yourself, then you can regain your clarity and get your energy back. And you need your clarity and energy to stay grounded in the midst of the teenage storm. Because your teen will bombard you a million times saying, why can't I get my license now? Why can't I have my phone in my room? Why can't I stay out till 2 a.m.? So you need to be clear on your boundaries and rules and consequences because they will push. And there is a strategy to discipline. It really takes a lot of thought. The stressed out parent's reaction is often, do you know how much you upset me? You are grounded forever. Well, it's not discipline. That's revenge or punishment. Revenge or punishment does not teach or instruct. This will only produce a more stressed out teen and it dials up the drama. The definition of discipline is to teach, instruct, understand, and learn. The strategic question around discipline is what does my teen need to learn to be a healthy adult and what consequences reinforce that? Okay, four, you can dial down your stress by making sure you schedule downtime and play. In episode 42, I talked about why downtime is such a big deal. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I would encourage you to. The reason we want to be strategic and let go and say no and get more help is that we intentionally create room for what we really want. If we're stressed and our teens are stressed, well, stress is contagious. And then the entire home environment is stressful and it becomes a pressure cooker. Our teens will look for ways to de-stress, and if our home is stressful, they will look for peace and rest and fun outside of home. They will reach out to their peers and often reach for unnatural ways to relax with alcohol and weed, Xanax, and other drugs. You want to be intentional about having stress breaks in your home, which is downtime, where you get to do nothing productive and just have fun. A stressful home kills humor and laughter, and a home without laughter and levity is a home teens don't want to come home to. Be intentional to bring some levity and humor into your home. This dials down the stress. Make a list of things that bring down your stress, and hint, exercise should be on your list. But also listening to fun music, watching a comedy on TV, playing games together, just hanging out with a dog, cat, or guinea pigs. You can tell your family that you want your house to be a place where everyone can relax, have fun, and get work done without it being stressful. See if they have any ideas on how to bring down the stress in your home so that your home can feel like a good place to hang out in. So again, my Power Your Parenting program is starting September 23rd. And if you're interested or curious, you can email me at Colleen at Dial Down the Drama for more information. This will be the last time I will offer it this year. Hey, everybody. This concludes this week's episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. I have some other great resources for you. You can head over to ColleenOGrady.com. That has two L's and two E's. You can sign up for my Dial Down the Drama triple pack. 
It's absolutely free. You get a copy of my free ebook, Seven Ways to Help Your Daughter and Yourself, a free chapter from my best selling and award winning book, Dial Down the Drama Reducing Conflict and Reconnecting with Your Teenage Daughter, a Guide for Mothers Everywhere. And you get a free subscription to my weekly easing. If you're ready to pick up your copy of Dial Down the Drama, you can find it on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. For daily encouragement, follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Colleen O'Grady Dial Down the Drama. I always have a helpful article for you. If you're ready to pick up your copy of Dial Down the Drama, you can find it on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. For daily encouragement, follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Colleen O'Grady Dial Down the Drama. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.